Welcome to Confessions of a Closet Romantic, your little shame-free romantic recess where we gush over the best romantic TV shows, rom-coms, movies, and books on a different theme each episode. This is Poppy, and in this episode, it's all about how to please a woman. Taking a tiny break in January and rerunning a few of my very favorite episodes. So, if you're a new listener, I hope you enjoy these romance rewinds. And if you've heard them before, I hope you'll enjoy them all over again. Okay, I had so much fun watching the movie How to Please a Woman. I decided it needed its very own quick take. First came Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, with Emma Thompson as a middle-aged woman hiring a male escort to help her check activities off her sexual bucket list. Check out my Bedroom Therapy episode for more on that fantastic movie. And now comes (laughs) How to Please a Woman, written and directed by Renee Webster. It's her feature film debut. Ooh, the story focuses on Gina, played by Sally Phillips. She is one of my favorite actors in the Bridget Jones films. When we first meet her, she's in a sexually dormant marriage. Ooh, it's pretty dead and awful. And she's alien to her own deepest desires and wants. A complete mystery, especially to herself. Just like her sluggish postmenopausal libido, everything is shut down in Gina's life. Her inner self, her marriage, her friendships, the entire shebang. She goes on regular open ocean swims with an all-women's swim club. It's full of women of a certain age who are much more frank and accepting and adventurous about sexual topics than she is. But their openness and honesty starts to work on her. So one night after work, she decides to say something. Are you hungover? Yes, I am. Do you know it's been years since we had sex? so dramatic. It's been a couple of years now, I think. Gee, it has not been two years. Yeah, it was Bali. And when we came home from Bali. And then? Is there something you want to tell me? No. If I so much as, as look at you, you are so repelled, you go running from the room, running to whoever it is who is so much more attractive than me. That's not true. I'm not seeing anyone else and I never have. So you expect me to believe that you are perfectly happy just not having sex with anyone, ever? Well, no. No, I'm not... Okay, I'm not perfectly happy. I've just... just seem to have lost... Lost what? I'm tired. You're always tired. Are you sick? No, I'm not sick. I got checked. What for? I'm fine. Everything's fine. 
We have your prescription. Gina. I just don't feel like it. You sure? Yeah. I'm sure. Oh. oh, that's so painful. That complete disconnect when a partner stops seeing you as a sexual being or a human being with any needs at all. Devastating. After Gina's laid off her job due to ageism, She's obviously upset, but seems numb to the ever-growing mountain of middle-aged disappointment in her life. Swim club is like the only fun companionship Gina has, but their annoying TMI conversations only remind her of what's lacking in her life. The women are constantly trying to get her to loosen up, So they give her a stripper for her birthday as a little joke, which seems a little cruel in retrospect because I don't think they realize how shut down she really is and all of the reasons why. But when the buff, cute guy knocks on her front door, puts down the boombox and starts his bump and grind, she's so profoundly uncomfortable she begs him to stop, and she latches onto the only thing she could think of in the moment, how dirty her house is. He's incredulous, but she reminds him he's been paid for two hours, right? This is how she wants him to spend the time, shirt off, cleaning her house while she watches and directs him in exactly how she likes it done. Exactly how she likes it done. The shots of this four-pack mopping her floors with a grin on his face being commanded by her. Ooh, it's an unexpected turn-on. And that's when the light bulb switches on over Gina's head. What if I could, I mean, have you thought about doing other work? Oh, yeah? Cleaning? Cleaning? No, I can't. Ah, so you'll take your clothes off for strangers, but God forbid if you have to clean a woman's house. Oh, I just, I've got to get back and help fix the truck so they can sell it. Uh, Yeah, I'm not the only one out of work, you know, there's four of us. uh, Thanks. House cleaners? I've never cleaned a house before. It's gross. Possibly shirtless cleaning. If if that's what the clients want. Uh, I don't think that's going to work out so well for all of us. What about the removals? Oh, we'll do them. Just if you don't get enough removals bookings, you'll have to clean. And what about this shirt business? Optional extra, billable. Tom, what do you have to say about your experience as a stripper? Wait, you stripped? Yeah, I did it for a little bit. Did you feel exploited? I loved it. You must have been pretty shit. Fuck off, I'm not. (laughs) How do you know about him being a stripper? Uh, My friends booked him as a a surprise, surprise uh, present. I just think there are a lot of women who really like the thought of a man cleaning their house, shirtless on request, and I think they'll pay for it. 
Is that all right with everyone? She discovers that, yeah, like every other human being, she has dreams, ideas, and desires, and capabilities, and the swim club ladies inspire her to go after them. Like saving the small, struggling moving company her stripper works for by making them over into a house cleaning slash happy endings type service for women. This movie could easily become a pretty cutesy, patronizing, full Monty type deal, but somehow Gina's rock-solid dignity, small but intense personal growth arc never quite strays into that territory. Many of the women who utilize the service discover their own voices and start asking for what they need. So, what would you like to do for dinner? I would like you to take me out. Mm -hmm. And after that, I'd like to skip dessert. I think that we should come straight home and have a new swim. And then I would like to lie down on one of the sun lounges and I would like you to go down on me. And if you like, I could return the favour. Could we skip dinner? <laughs> yeah, Ma. I want to be taken out first. One of the funniest aspects of this script is that Gina, who previously had such a problem talking about any of these topics, quickly realizes when she starts running this business that the guys working for the moving company need to learn a little finesse, plus how to clean a house. And her first clients, they're mainly from the swim club, aren't afraid to guide them. I know, I was terrible, but I can do so much better. Good for you. I've been working on some moves. Please, let me show you. Please. So, what was that Incredible Hulk thing you did with your clothes again? Light years beyond that. Can you, for five minutes straight, move your mouth and your tongue in the exact same way? Yes. Yes, yes, I can, I can. God damn. Anthony? He ironed everything. Everything. I, I didn't know we offered ironing. I asked, and away you went. Oh. So did he take care of anything else? Mm-hmm. I should have done this years ago. Gina's client base starts expanding by word of mouth at a crazy rate. And she's mildly freaked out, but she's taking meetings in the front seat of her car and she demonstrates a real talent for matching the women with the right cleaner. 
and she shows such an acceptance of their desires and preferences, but she struggles to provide this for herself. When someone from the club gives Gina a remote-controlled egg sex toy, she shoves it into her tote bag, blushing the whole time, instead of shoving it into her See You Next Tuesday. But one morning before the office opens, she decides to take a second look at that toy. Who is this scene ever hot and funny and adorable? Let's just say it wasn't solo sex after a few minutes once the Silver Fox office manager shows up. Now, this is a big spoiler, so do not listen to this if you haven't seen the movie yet. But when the manager shows up and surprises Gina, the remote control flings out of her hand, lands on the floor, and he picks it up with curiosity. Hmm. Might we add that this is kinetic, so it responds to shaking and moving? And he decides to hop on his exercise bike in the office while having an impromptu meeting with Gina? Not realizing what's going on? Hi. Hi. But where is everybody? They stopped for sausage rolls. Couldn't bear it. Croissant? No, thank you. Homemade. <laughs> hey. Well, if you change your mind, I need to ask you something. What's this? Weird. Hmm. So, I want to talk to you about something. Go ahead. I've been thinking. I get a lot of thinking done about two in the morning. I think a lot more about this job than my, my old one. It's about the business model. I don't think it's sustainable if you, if you really think about it. high-end one-off model. You can't just replicate the transactions.
was never enough. <gasps> you know, this is a very gentle movie, a quiet story, but shall we say also at the same time stimulating and delightful story about encountering yourself by embracing your dreams and desires with open-hearted curiosity. And we all know how much I love a story like that. As Gina gradually defrosts and helps others do the same through her business, lots of relationships are changed for the better. I love that the men here are true supporting players. They're funny, kind, mostly respectful, and endearing, if clueless. They're eye candy in the script because the focus is on the women and their sexual evolution. This isn't a big movie, but there's a quiet elation by the end of it. There's no bad guy. There's only being open to yourself wherever that takes you and having the courage to change relationships that no longer fit which Gina discovers after a night of passion with her gorgeous former office manager, now food truck pastry chef. What is it with men as bakers? The hottest thing. And he happens to see her as a very sensual, sexual being. Yay! I have a feeling Gina's going to have it all. Well, look at what you've gone and done. Baked with my own fair hand. Croissant? Yes. <laughs> Burnt marmalade flavor. People seem to like it. Anything else? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy this podcast, I hope you'll tell a friend about it or share this episode. And for more information and show notes, visit confessionsofaclosetromantic.com. I'll see you all very soon with some Romance Rewinds. Happy New Year, and thanks so much for listening.